Just hours ago, two young Nats resigned from the National Party. Why is that significant? Well, one of them has admitted being the anonymous online troll harassing female politicians. Our next guest is one of the women who'd had enough of the abuse and she decided to track down her troll. That was Nadine Chalmers-Ross introducing the project on TV Channel 3 last Thursday and Sarah Templeton, a local councillor in Christchurch who succeeded in unmasking her anonymous online abuser. Though it turned out she wasn't the only left-leaning female politician in that city copying abuse from that same guy. Misogynistic trolls who targeted Labour MPs Megan Woods and Sarah Pallett and Christchurch councillor Sarah Templeton are now in the crosshairs of the law. Sarah had had a gutsful. So, using the Harmful Digital Communications Act and with help from NetSafe, she got a district court to investigate. And interestingly, Sarah Templeton told Stuff earlier in the week that it was when she first aired her problems in their pages last year that the trolling stopped in the first instance. The only way to protect my reputation at that point, um, when they were making up lies I couldn't defend, um, was to go public, um, which is when the article came out last year. And on the day that the article came out, they disabled their accounts, um, which was good, so it means they weren't doing it anymore. But it was only Sarah Templeton's persistence and the media then following up on that which exposed the culprit finally this past week. And the court asked Facebook to release the identifying information. Facebook uh, released some information um, that then led to an internet provider who then um, on the 18th of March revealed um, the identity of the Hamish Eggstein um, account. Yeah, so I'm really hoping that... um, by addressing this publicly, that I can really uh, raise some awareness to the issue. There's a lot of um, abuse and misogyny and misinformation um, in the political discourse at the moment, which is really unhelpful. But I also want to show women that you can go through a process. A lot of people don't know the process is there. Well, the process wasn't quick, but in the end it was effective and hopefully it can be so also for other people in public life who are bearing the brunt of this sort of abuse online many of them women. On Thursday, Sarah Templeton told the project it was a relief to know just who it was who had been giving her such a hard time. Yeah, really pleased that he's come clean and um, that we can actually start moving on now. The very real name of Jesse McKenzie was dragged out of the online shadows by all this and into the headlines, along with that of his housemate Bryce Beatty, who initially told the media he didn't know what McKenzie was up to online, and since then has decided not to stand in the local elections himself in Christchurch in six months' time. But for that fake online account called Hamish Eggstein, Jesse McKenzie even pinched the picture of a 62-year-old who lives in Riverton called Cyril Lawless. I don't like that at all, the startled Southlander told Stuff on Thursday when told about all this. If you're going to give someone a hard time, he said, do it to their face. Nice one, Cyril. And the fact that the two housemates in question were actually young gnats then gave the story extra political legs for the media. And there's a small irony here. Sarah Templeton, a former high school teacher, was also a strong backer of the bid to lower the voting age to boost young people's participation in our politics. Meanwhile, the egg known as Eggstein had also been urging national MPs and candidates to get in touch with him to amplify his attacks, and that cast suspicion on a party that's had dirty politics problems in its not-so-distant past. 
and it also meant that Nationals Deputy Nicola Willis walked a bit of a fine line when she told ZB's Mike Hosking this on Friday. Given that social media is full of clowns anyway, and then you just sort of have to take the heat because they've got the young Nats next to them. Yeah, look, name me a politician and they will tell you that they've had a troll attack them. This is yeah. not something that uh, occurs on one side of politics, it occurs on both sides. However, Nicola Willis was backed up on that by Labour's Megan Woods, another target of Jessie McKenzie, when she spoke to RNZ the same day. But as the editorial in the press and other stuff papers around the country pointed out this weekend, puerile attacks on women in politics are not limited to the young. Nationals MP Michael Woodhouse was well into his 50s, the editorial said, when he displayed a toilet seat with a picture of the former Labour MP Claire Curran on it. And that actually happened at a South Island National Party conference, they could have added. But it's not just a southern thing, and the weekend Dominion Post had stark evidence of that on its front page yesterday, with a story that began like this. Anita Baker had never been called a C dot 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 before being elected mayor of Porirua nearly three years ago. These days, it's hurled at her all the time on social media. Now that C word was sanitised like that, with dots, for the readers of the online version, but it wasn't in print. And Dom Post editor Anna Fifield spelled out for readers exactly why she spelled it out in full on the front page. You're probably shocked, she said, but imagine you are pelted with that word multiple times a day on your social media and in your inbox. Imagine it's the last thing you see before you go to bed at night and the first thing you read when you wake up. That is what some women politicians have to deal with constantly and menacingly, she wrote. And from the accompanying front page story, it was pretty clear that other local politicians, all of them women, were having the same experience. Earlier in the week, the toxicity of political criticism was also worrying Today FM's host Lloyd Burr. There is so much vitriol and hate directed at the government at the moment, and even to the opposition as well, and much of it feels like misdirected anger or scapegoating or blame for blame's sake. And as a political report of a TV3 for five years up until 2018, Lloyd Burr reckoned it is much more intense now. Can we all just pull back a little bit um, with that hate and that malice and that vitriol and maybe act a little bit like adults? Anyway, those are my reckonings. Those are my thoughts. What do you think? Where do you stand on this? Am I alone? And he isn't alone in that. Shortly after, fellow Today FM host Tova O'Brien told Lloyd Burr toxicity was definitely on the up because of a hyped-up small minority. And I think the small and sharp group of people who are just the trolls, who are just um, in a frenzy at the minute, and then there's a broader group who are just really fatigued with COVID um, and the government's an easy punching bag. And last weekend's Sunday Star Times, under the headline The Culture of Nastiness, senior political journalist Andrea Vance said insults have replaced arguments in our political debate. And journalists like her know how the politicians feel. Like them, they also work in a competitive environment and they also believe they're working for the good of the people. They both need the trust and support of the public and both are copping more and more wretched abuse and blame from people who've lost the plot these days. Social media is the accelerant of all this, said Andrea Vance, but her main point in the Sunday Star Times was that politicians are now reflecting the online nastiness. And Andrea Vance gave some examples from just the previous week. Act Party leader David Seymour made what she called a nasty personal attack on microbiologist Susie Wiles. Te Party Māori called the Act Party MPs bigots, she said, and National Party leader Christopher Luxon characterised the poor as bottom feeders. But the thing is, though, the media love some of this stuff as well. On the most recent TVNZ One News podcast Inside Politics, for example... 
Political editor Jessica Much Mackay hailed the ACT Party leader David Seymour for his political zingers. His one-liners are still sky-high, in my opinion. One yesterday was, you know, it's going to take an eternity to get through um, all of these changes. I loved that line. There was also an analogy um, back to friends saying that um, it was going to take about as long as the debate over whether Ross and Rachel were on a break, and there were belly laughs from those reporters of of us that are in our 30s and 40s. Nothing malicious about those gags, obviously, but some of David Seymour's other lines are much more barbed, as Andrea Vance pointed out in her article. Now, in that piece, she also noted that the just-departed-from-politics Simon Bridges has written movingly in the past about how mockery of his Kiwi accent affected him badly. And on Tover O'Brien's first Today FM show last week, they closed with a spoof song mocking that accent in a big way. Toto. This is my playing the drums, by the way. Simon Brojo's. Oh, 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 oh. Little China girl. Oh, 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 oh. And the Tova show ended its first week on the air with another spoof song, this one about the outrageous rumours on social media targeting the Prime Minister and her partner. I want to see a photo. Showing his naked ankles would be a start. You'd probably Photoshop that though. I don't believe he's at home. Tell me where is Clark? I heard he was in Colombia. Can somebody please tell me where is Clark? Those fishing and TV shows are just a cover. Now that song was mocking the paranoid people who are spreading those malicious rumours and not the Prime Minister and her partner. But the nervous laughter from Tover O'Brien and co at the end hinted at the feeling that this went a little close to the edge. Where is he, Jacinda? Great question. Oh, well done. <laughs> he has addressed every single rumour that we've heard. And can I say it's all a parody, which means none of it's true. Yeah. 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 Yay. Yay. And it also Allegedly. means you can't do us for defamation. Yay. Well, playing it for laughs is OK, but that was the only instance Media Watch is aware of where those social media slurs were actually aired by a mainstream news media outlet. In the end, though, it's no bad thing if our media are now thinking more deeply about their own role in amplifying politically inspired abuse that's now increasing in volume in both senses of the word.